Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. Tonight's guest is going to be Cara Saunders. Before we get into that, Nikki, let's talk about our new sponsor, The Ready State. Yes, this podcast is being brought to us by The Ready State. Actually, specifically, the virtual mobility coach, which I'm very excited to talk about. I know. And we love Kelly Starrett. If you didn't listen to our Jillian Michaels episode, first of all, are you living under a rock? Right. Right. Exactly. Um, but second of all, definitely go back and listen to it and listen to Dr. Kelly Sturette, who helps everyday athletes enjoy better movement and agility and strength. And now he's got this new program called the Virtual Mobility Coach, which is kind of like carrying a tiny little virtual Kelly Sturette in your pocket everywhere. <laughs> That's a mental image I could have done without, but thank you. Sorry, sorry. Well, it's basically like having him around all the time because the virtual mobility coach gives you guided mobility videos and walks you through step-by-step like techniques that Kelly's proven to relieve pain and improve your range of motion and improve performance and like all those things that we need to do because we old. We are old. Well, I'm I'm old. I'm old. Ancient. Yes. Exactly. Right now, um, right now, our podcast listeners can get a special deal. You guys can try Virtual Mobility Coach. You can get Kelly Starrett right in your little pocket, in your front pocket. Um, totally risk-free for two weeks. You don't pay any money. And if you do decide to continue, we have a sweet promo code for you. 10% off. Yeah. it's good, right? And just use That's our really code. Good. MPGA10. Yeah. I think we've used that code so many times, people just start going onto Walmart's website, onto <laughs> Random Best websites. Buy, just type it in MGG, MPGA 10. M- and MGGA. Whatever. <laughs> MGGA, whatever. Just a 10. Uh, yes. just, just, just throw a number a on the end and see what you get. Throw a 10 on the end, you'll get 10%. <laughs> Visit thereadystate.com, use code MPGA at checkout, and then you can get a sick deal on a membership after your 14-day free trial ends. And you can use that. Until June 1st. Until June 1st. All right. With that, on to the show. Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John, back with my girl, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. I got bourbon in the mail today. That's exciting. Oh, you did, you, I ordered you that bourbon <laughs> at Christmas. All right. This is, a tr- this is a true story. So I order all, so for people listening, most of you know Bean, but Bean's my cat. And I order his food off Amazon and it comes in these little rectangular boxes, same box every time. So a couple, maybe a week and a half ago, this rectangular box shows up on my doorstep and I'm like, oh, I must order Bean food. It's about that time. And I never open it until I have to, till he's like hungry, right? So today I'm like, oh, he's running out of food. I better go open it. And I open it and there's two bottles of bourbon. So now Bean's not getting fed, but I'm getting booze. So life is great. Really <laughs> well, Merry Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas in February. Uh, that's how much COVID has our shipping systems over here. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you have a great holiday. I don't yes, know. Exactly. Well, Get drunk. T- tonight's going to be fun. And probably the last anyone listening to this is going to hear me talk because every time we have a new mom on the podcast, Nikki gets baby fever, and then we're off to the races. I get real excited. And we have a, a really popular <laughs> one on tonight. Cara Sanders is with us. How are you? Hey, how are you guys going? I'm good. I'm so excited to chat with you. And John's totally right. Like, I do nerd <laughs> out on all of the CrossFit moms because it's such Every a time. badass group of women. And I'm, like, made of questions because, obviously, you know, I'm, I've never been through it myself, but also because... You're particularly open in sharing your journey and how you are balancing being a mom and training and all the tough stuff that kind of comes with just life, but also being an elite athlete. And so I'm 
super stoked to have you on because I'd love to hear about what everything's been like for you, especially now that we got the open around the corner. You know, how's everything going? Yeah, it's good. It's, um, you know what, like life is pretty hectic. I think as soon as you add a person, like a small person into the mix, things get pretty <laughs> hectic, get a little bit busier and a little bit more messy. But um, it's, I think it's been a real blessing for me. I think you kind of have, you hit a fork in the road when you have a child and you can either kind of get really lost in the struggle or you can find ways to adapt to the new system and how it is and you end up being better off than before you know because you're forced you know you're forced to find a way to make a tricky situation good and I think you just you end up having this sort of newfound resiliency and 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 a way to sort of like overcome things and to to adapt and adaptability I guess and I think that's something that I've really been trying to um yeah that I've really been trying to spend time mastering I don't think I'll ever master it but that's something that I'm focusing on a lot more um and yeah, so it's it's been good, but yeah, life's busy. But busy's good. Busy is good. Uh, one of my one of my favorite posts that I saw of yours recently was like you were training at the gym, and and the caption on Instagram was like, "You packed like your baby and all of like and a change of clothes for her and some toys and your dogs and their bowls and their leashes and you're this and you're that." And it's like at the bottom, it was like, "Forgot my sneakers." <laughs> I was like, "That is the most." like CrossFit mom thing that I've ever heard because it's like, you are, you're so prepared and you're, you're balancing all these things. You're like, I got, I got take care of everyone else. I got all my ducks in a row. Where the hell are my sneakers? Like you just show up at the gym. You're like, ah, shit. It's so funny because everyone, I had heaps of people commenting, like, you need to keep the extra, you know, extra shoes in your car or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I've already burnt through like two spare pairs. I had one in the office, one in the car. And I'm like, I've forgotten that many times because I'm always packing so many things. I'm like, I walk into the gym and there's just like bags everywhere. And I've got to like, it takes me 30 minutes to get Scotty set up for me to train. Like she's got a little like sleeping bag that rolls out on the floor and she can watch her shows while I train. And, you know, she's got like all of her snacks and bits pieces in her water and once I get her set up and safe and good then I can start and um yeah so like every day like the last thing I'm like I'll be in the car and I'm like I don't know if I've got shoes whatever I'll do her I'll just do whatever I can like just yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah people are like always like oh did, is it like a thing that like you just don't wear shoes and I'm like well kind of but a lot of the time yeah it's not it's not on purpose it's just busy mom totally how old is she now she's 20 months so just over one and a half so she's mm. like officially entered that age where you can't like well, infancy. I like to refer to as the potted plant era or like the handbag where like you put your handbag down and it just like stays there. Like she's not there mm-hmm. anymore. She's got like a little bit of the movement and a little bit of the like you can't trust her in one spot for very long. Yeah, she's fast. She's really fast. And um, she's. I have been in this for a little while. I've like, Matt and I have always spoken that like Scotty never realized that she was a baby. She kind of missed that memo. And so she's always been like one step ahead thinking that she's like more capable and older than she is. And um, yeah, I literally just said to him yesterday, I'm like every second thing she does, I have to try and stop and explain to her why she can't do that. Like Uh you just cannot let your guard down and then now that she's like super curious she's like look I'm probably just gonna go and try it anyway and she's gonna run away from me super fast and there's just nothing I can do about it so yeah it's uh (laughs) I'm just always on the move I'm like the day there was a moment this morning where I was I like lay down on the couch with her after she just woke up and um we were just chilling and the dog that we've got a puppy as well and the puppy finally like lay down I'm like oh my god 
for like five minutes, everyone's still. I'm like, this never happens. Like if it's not her, the dog's biting and taking all my stuff or, you know, vice versa. So, um, yeah, those quiet moments are few and far between. I, uh, John, do they ever, do you ever get the quiet moments back? God, God, no. No, mine are 19 and 17. And uh, I distinctly remember taking them to the gym. Now, granted, it was a far different experience for me than it is for you. But I remember taking them with me when I was, they were like five and seven. And even at that age, you'd have to be like, go sit down, stay on the boxes. Don't move until I'm done. You know, because they're just always running around. And and as they get older, and I'm sure you'll find this very soon if you're not already finding it out, they want to swing on the rings and play on the ropes and mm-hmm. all that. It's like a jungle gym yeah. for them, you know, super fun. So, yeah, it never changes, even now. Yeah. Yeah, it's super fun and also, like, a massive hazard. I'm like, I pretty much have to go to the gym <laughs> when no one else is there because I'm like, I've got mom instincts and I can, like, I can sense when something's about to go down. I know where she is at all times, you know. Like, I just have that that you know sense about me but like not everyone else does and so she can be super reckless and she's like running under someone with a barbell or doing something crazy so we just like end up at the gym at like super weird times just like you know her and I and Matt sometimes just trying to get it done and you know a one-hour session takes three hours yeah yeah, yeah. I'm having a CrossFit renaissance with my youngest right now so she's never wanted or I shouldn't say never she crossfitted with me a little but never like really wanted to do it until she's got a boyfriend and now she has a boyfriend who's she, he's a soccer player and, and, you know, runs track and does all this. He's really athletic. And so she's been going, I have this really awesome home gym. I'm like really lucky. And she goes, daddy can, can Matt come over and can we work out in the basement? I'm like, Oh yeah, we can all work out in the basement. And so, and so I, ain't nobody else yes. touching my shit unless I'm there to watch. Are you well, kidding? My point is, is like I, you know, he's a super nice kid, but I'm getting to punish him now because I'm putting him through CrossFit workouts. And so every day they're like, they're like, what are we doing today, Daddy? And so I, you know, I I stole one of uh, Pat Vellner's workouts today. I made him do it, and they both came Ooh. out of the basement just looking rough. It's fun. Nice. Don't have that to look forward to. Oh God. It's the yeah. best. Lord help me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> exactly. So how how is this sort of going to the gym at weird hours and it takes three hours and you got to set her up and she's got snacks, you forget your shoes. How is it all affecting kind of this important time in the CrossFit season, which is open prep? Yeah, it's uh, it's totally different. I think yeah. I what what I've had to realize and yeah and just sort of understand a little bit more is that it's just different now like and don't try and make it look like it once looked because it will never look like that again and I um you know I've had to like have a real you know like conversation with myself I guess and just understanding that like yes I'm a professional athlete that's my job but at the same time, you know, I'm a mom now and that will always, for the rest of my life, that will always come first. So um, I will do the best I can with what I have and what I have is a toddler. So, um, you know, it just is different. I miss sessions here and there. I try and make them up wherever I can, but sometimes I don't make them up. Um, you know, sometimes I'm just purely exhausted because, you know, it took an hour to get to the gym to start off with, just like getting her out of the house because she's like run off on her bike down the road like four times or whatever um, <laughs> instead of getting in the car. And, um, yeah, just not, try and not not, um, not stress about it. I think 
yeah, I think that's that's a huge part of like the transition. I know like a lot of mums in general, like they just struggle with that transition and just accepting that it looks different now and always mourning and trying to get back what it once was, but it's just not. Um, and there's a whole lot of like new, really good stuff too. So um, yeah, like I honestly, most days, I don't even think about the open. I don't even understand the rules. I don't even know what's happening. I haven't looked ah, at it. Um, I don't. I have no clue. Like, I'm not even kidding you. And, like, you know, Zeke, I'm, I'm training at a Zeke's gym, um, CrossFit Carve down the Gold Coast because oh, we've great. moved, like, an hour away. And um, he'll be he'll say something about the Open or whatever. I'm like, bro, I don't even know. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I don't know how it's scored. I don't know what I need to do. I just know that someone's going to put an event up. I'm going to go hard. And then what will be will be. Um, and I just – it's kind of a nice place to be because um, normally I'm, like, super stressed at this time of year. You know, the Open yeah. is just, like hectic. It's hectic and um, and it drags out for a really really long time. So um, yeah, I'm just I'm just training as best I can, and then when I get there, I'll just be as good as I can be based off what I've been able to do. And I think um, yeah, that's all I can do. I just can't do yeah. any more than that. Totally, I and, I'm and I, like obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with you, like the idea of being like <laughs> I'm showing up. What what else do you want from me, world? Like this is what I got, and be and being okay with it or figuring out how to be okay with it, which feels like it's probably the mom journey in a nutshell, figure out how to be okay with it. All I did is like, I wrote down essentially like what my priorities in life are and then what I'm willing to sacrifice for each one. And then I just realistically have to look at it and go, okay, if, you know, I don't place like in the top three or whatever, which was like once a goal and would be awesome, you know, I have a look at why. And then I'm like, well, I wasn't willing to sacrifice all of those things and do what needs to be done to be top three. So if I'm not there, then it makes sense. You know, it's logical. It's like, well, I didn't do the things. Like I couldn't do the things. I wasn't willing to compromise the time that I spend with my daughter or, you know, what I need to do in my mum life or in my business because they're really, really important long-term. So how can I expect any more than that? Like I can't, I think people are really unrealistic with their goals just because they want it. Yeah, sure. I would love to be a top three. I'd love to be on the podium. That would be amazing. I'd love to win. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's not going to happen just because you want it. Like, unless you do the things that you need to do. And sometimes like right now in my life, I can't do the things. So, you know, and maybe that will end up being better. Like 2017 was my best competitive year and I had more crazy stuff go on. I trained less. I like drank more on weekends. I was drinking like a bottle of wine every Friday night. Like just, and I was like, look, no expectations. I went and had a blast and, you know, was second in the world. So like, that is something in itself. So who knows? It could be like good, but I still, I still love what I'm doing. It's still a huge part of my life and who I am. So I'm just trying to find a way to like manage and like balance all of those components. I think that mom strength is totally a thing too. Don't lest we forget. I mean, you're watching you compete last season, which I, in, I almost said a year ago, but it wasn't, it was like last quarter basically. Yeah, right. It feels it like so a year away. I know. Yeah. Um, but watching you in your first sort of like take to the to the competitive floor in the CrossFit Games setting since having your baby was like just the coolest thing to see. And I was like, there's no way. I know she's not like sleeping through every night or training 12 hours a day. Like there's no fucking way that she's got the same regimen as back in 2017 or, you know, insert year that you did incredible here. So it was very, very just impressive on every level to watch. Thank you. I think. Go ahead. No, you go. You go. Well, I was just going to ask now that now that Scotty's 
you know, even older and even more active and mobile and running down the street on her bike, has it changed? Like, does it feel like you're in the same ish fitness level as the last time or is it different now? Look, I don't know. It always feels hard. You know, anyone who does CrossFit to start off with knows that that it, it's always hard. It doesn't matter how good you get. It always, it's always hard. It doesn't get any easier. You just kind of learn to um, adapt and cope with it a little bit better. But um, the funny thing is, so like when I did the Rogue Invitational like last year um, and it was, I had to do it in the middle of the night, right, because of the time difference. So it was like right. midnight to 7 a.m. But as hard as it was getting up and competing in the middle of the night, my daughter wasn't there. She was asleep. She was none the wiser. I knew she was safe and comfortable. I could totally switch off from being my mom because I knew that my mom was at home, you know, making sure she was okay. She was asleep. She didn't need me. Um, and I would just go do my thing. Now she's always there. She's a cyclone. She's loud. She's into everything. She can hurt herself more. So like, I honestly think it's harder now. Um, I'm definitely like a lot fitter and stronger um, and like I guess a little bit more composed now. But um, like, and I, I think like Matt sees it more. Like he'll say to me in a training session, he'll be like, wow, it's crazy how much better you are now even compared to the games in September. Like there's been a big shift, um, you know, in – I had a lot – I was like super stressed. I think I felt a lot of pressure going into last season to be honest. Yeah. Like I, I wasn't ready to be where I was. So like my body did really well and got back to competition – but mentally, I like wasn't ready. I thought I was just gonna like dip my toe in for the first time back after having Scotty and just be like chill and take, you know. And then I was like all of a sudden back with the big girls competing, and I was like whoa. And I stressed myself out about it a little bit. And um, and yeah. So now that I've kind of like removed that stress and kind of like found my balance a little bit more, I'm like much much better, um, more accepting and more relaxed. And yeah, I'm definitely better. But then there's some things like I just let go. Like if I am like not as strong, like strength is one thing I've just like let go a little bit. I'm like, look, I just only want to be as strong as I can be like safely and like not killing myself, you know, like heaps of weightlifting just fries your central nervous system and then I just can't cope with life. Um, and I don't have the ability to go home and just rest and, you know, live that athlete life anymore. I've got other things to do. So I'm like, look, I just don't really want to be like the super strong girl anymore. I'm just going to do enough to be like good and hold my own um, and just let a little bit of that go and focus more on my fitness and my flexibility and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's like it's definitely more hectic now with a toddler, but there's, yeah, things just shift around a lot at different stages with them, I guess. Um, yeah, my body's much further from postpartum, so that's also a huge win. I no, think that's I, the uh, John Woolley lifestyle right well, there yeah i was gonna yeah. say I, I also gave up on strength so that <laughs> no that that's works. not what i meant <laughs> it seems like that's what you meant no i meant the like the train to be the best you can not like specifically training to avoid dying oh yeah well I've, yeah i definitely subscribe to that theory i you know yeah. i wondered as, as you were talking car i was i was sitting here thinking like of all the games athletes I've known, you guys are notoriously organized, like mm -hmm. really structured and like everything kind of goes in its place. And then as a dad, I know babies are anything, but right. Like how has that changed your life? Like all, you know, going from having like this kind of this regimented training life to all of a sudden you've got this, I'm going to call it disorder. Cause that's what it's like for me, like kind of this disorder thrown into it. 
it's that's probably been one of the hardest things for me to adjust to, to be honest, because um, I'm like a really sort of like intuitive, like flow with my feels type person. And I would train like when it feels right. And if I need to like train a little bit later or whatever, I'd make those adjustments. And now I don't have that option. It's like, this is the window. It's the only window. This is how it has to happen. I can't plan it always. And then sometimes I have to force it. Um, and that's been a little bit hard because it's sort of going against my nature. But um, it's... I guess it's not necessarily getting any easier, but I have a little bit more of an acceptance of it. Like you just kind of like, no. And like then, you know, add into the mix that my husband does shift work um, and it changes every single week. And so that throw that into the mix and Mm. it makes things pretty hectic. But um, yeah, I just, well, like when I sit sit around and think about it, I'm like, look, it just is what it is. You know, I just kind of have to make it work. Like what I do now is I get up really, and Zeke was doing this and I was like, look, I think that's where I need to be now is I'm just getting up really early in the morning. I've told my coach, hey, I can only go to the gym once. I need to do two sessions, but I can only get there once. I can't drag my daughter there twice in the day um, and still parent her the way I want to parent her. So I get up really early and I do like my cardio, like my aerobic type stuff at home first thing in the morning before she's even awake and then I only have to factor in one session in the day and I can move that around and sort of be flexible with her as needed and yeah we just every day is a little bit different I've tried to control the situation I've made that mistake I've tried to control it I've tried to create this perfect structure of like what each day looks like and I've failed miserably every time so now we just kind of the night before I set my like work tasks and everything for the next day what I need to do I try and build it out and then we sort of create some flexibility there and yeah just it makes the time goes fast because just before you know it another week's gone another week's not gone you know like because there's just so much to do but um yeah you just you don't have your own schedule anymore Ever. I wonder how much of it will. <laughs> I wonder how much of it will make make you a better. I mean, do you think it's making you a better athlete in any capacity? Like, I I think for me, like often the the stress that came through that period of my life where my kids were really young made me better at things because I I was forced to work through constant change. And so when I got oh. myself in a situation that was really static, like I think of a, a games workout where they give you guys a real structure. You have to get this done in this amount of time frame, and you spend all this time training in the craziness. Do you think that's going to translate over and, and make those moments more calm for you than maybe they would have mm-hmm. in the past? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, um, you know, as an athlete, like say before having a child, like we can kind of like do what we want. Like we train and sleep and, you know, everything's pretty chill and you kind of like everything works around that. Um, and I think that, yeah, having to, like I said before, it kind of like in, it teaches that resiliency. You kind of have to learn to adapt and overcome. And, I mean, I've been learning that, like, from my hubby because he's super chill with all those kind of things and just rolls the flow and he's, like, really cool under pressure and just, like, can adapt. And I'm, like, so not like that. But um, I am now because, again, if I – and I've said this heaps of times before. If I don't learn to adapt and overcome, I'll drown. <laughs> mm. Hey, Nikki, let's take a quick break and talk about our sponsor this week, You Can. Yeah, You Can is an awesome supplement brand that sent John and I a whole bunch of yummy goodies to try, different like powders and supplements. And I, personally, my favorite is the energy bars because your girl ain't got no time to meal prep or cook. <laughs> so finding a good, decent bar like to grab when I'm on my way to the gym or something is hard, but I really do like the You Can ones. The bars are great. I gave one to my daughter the other day because she doesn't like protein bars, but she was really hungry. Yeah, yeah. And we were going to work out. I'm like, hey, baby girl, eat this bar. And she's like, gives me that skeptical 
Paul Morgan. She's like, that was really good. And I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, it was really good. It's like no, really it's hard to find. Yeah, they were great. And uh, I like the, they sent some granola. I love the granola. And um, I've been using the energy drink before my workouts and it, it, it's hard to describe other than it just helps me push through. So if it's like a 20 minute workout, usually I'm hitting that wall at about the 12 to 14 minute mark. I don't hit that wall anymore. And it's, it's been really, really great for me for prep for the open, which is what I've been using it for. Yeah. So what I find interesting is like when I think about supplement companies that make like bars or, or, or whatever, insert, you know, powder or, or supplement here, I oftentimes, even myself, I kind of find myself being like, like how many carbs are in this? Like, is that important for me to watch or be careful of? And the interesting thing about you can is they're infusing their products with what they call a super starch, which is a patented low releasing complex carbohydrate that delivers this steady, long lasting energy without triggering an insulin response. Cause it's not like loaded with sugar. So like when you think about carbs that you should avoid, you think about sugar because it might not fit in your macros or it might spike your insulin or whatever. But when you think about carbs for energy, we freaking need them, especially crossfitters. And especially if you're doing something like, um, you know, grabbing a bar instead of a meal like I am. So I really love that you can is basically obsessed with the science behind our athletic performance and developed this carb blend that you actually do want and you do need, and it is important for you and it boosts your energy and helps you not hit that wall. So it's, I appreciate them kind of like (laughs) taking the evil out of carbs for me because they're really necessary. Well, all that fancy voodoo science aside, (laughs) I'll tell you, like for me personally, uh, the thing that I've appreciated about it, it doesn't give me that jittery feeling that I get from like pre-workouts or mm-hmm. you know, mid-workout stuff. Like I don't get all shaky. Yeah. Um, I, and I don't feel like bloated or full. It's just like I've had some water, right. Yeah. Or like something really actually not water, like something really light going into a workout. And then I, I legit feel like it's helping me kind of push past yeah. that part. It's not making me stronger. It's not making me faster because it's not magic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not from the world of Harry Potter. However, uh, it, uh, I know if only, yeah. um, but it does help me kind of push past where I'm used to it. You know, I wouldn't even call it a second wind. It's just like, I can keep going. And yeah. it's been really valuable for me to start hitting those thresholds, you know, leading into the open or just kind of pushing my training at this point. And if you guys want to try any of these awesome you can products, you can enter the code WADS, W-O-D-S, to save 20% off of your first purchase. We will um, post a link to our specific Make Pods Great Again page uh, in the show notes of this episode, but you can also go to you can, that's U-C-A-N dot C-O slash W-O-D-S, WADS. WADS. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Well, with that, back to the show. Yeah. Well, I think that's, I think that's common. Like the going from the life of not having kids to having kids is like, I mean, drowning is the perfect analogy you guys for that. are really selling me on the it whole is. kids thing. I got to tell hey, you, you're really drowning, uh, <laughs> chaos, no, look, forgetting your shoes. I'm like, I'm there's so no greater there. joy, no greater joy than kids, Nikki. I wouldn't trade mine for anything on the world, <laughs> but, but there are moments, man, where you're just like, how am I going to keep up this pace? For the, for any more time, like I was kind of laughing internally. We were talking about that. You get that one quiet moment because when the like I have quiet moments all the time now because mine are older. But at that point in their life, when you got one, you're like, oh my god, no one move, 
No one move. Don't breathe. <laughs> Give me legit, 10. Legit. <laughs> yes. I was like, I could need to pee right now. And I'm like, I'm not moving. I'm staying still. Like, I'm like, everyone is still. I just can't even believe them. I need to photo of it. I need to capture it. This never happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but, but 100% though, like, you know, like, think of it like this. And this is where, like, being an athlete for a decade has really worked in my favor is, like, especially in something like CrossFit, right, is that the workouts are never easy. They're always grueling. You're always questioning what you're doing with your life every time you do one. It's always really hard. It's a constant challenge. But then outside of training, you get to live like really good, healthy days. You have this like, you know, you're fit and healthy and you have this awesome community and this sense of resiliency from working hard. And yeah, parenting is exactly the same. Like the hard is so hard, but it like makes you, but, but, but the good stuff outside of that, outside of the hard is unlike anything else like it's better than anything else and um yeah those like little moments and you know like I do I I, I watch her and you become like super obsessed like it's the most fascinating thing I've ever seen like watching a little person sort of develop and teaching them everything you know and having to like catch yourself and become a better person to be a better image for them like it's it's crazy like it's definitely the coolest and most rewarding thing that I've done and like I'm still in the early early days do you ever just look at her and you're like "I, I made you like what? Yeah. Like, it's just so trippy I, to me to think about. Yeah, it's like crazy when I look at her now, like as a person, and she's like stringing sentences together and counting to ten and doing all these things. And I'm like, man, a second ago, I'm like, you were just this little blob, and we were like, hey, or like, you know, I'm like, remember when I was pregnant and we were just like this this couple doing whatever we want with this cute bump, you know, like, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like person like person with feelings she's got her own personality or in character her likes her dislikes and and I'm like just I'm like getting to know a person like you're just getting to know them and understand like who they are and then trying to like work in and you know best be best pals with them and it's like yeah it is super cool because you have your own like homegrown best friend like your own like little like little baby best friend um which is pretty cool and she's like always there you're never lonely which is good and, and then cool. I want to, I want a quiet moment. Like I want a quiet moment. And then there's like every like six weeks or something or four weeks, there'll be a day where like, she'll be at a daycare day. Cause she only goes a little bit and um, Matt will be on a day shift and I'll be on my own. And I'm like, this is weird. I thought <laughs> I would love it, but I'm like, this is lonely. So who do I tell my stories to? Like, Aww. you know, like you just, it's, it's not the same. Yeah, oh, all my new mom friends are always like, I really want to go to Target. I just want two hours for myself, but then I need to like go home and tell everyone all the things that I got at Target. I'm like, okay, this life sounds awesome. <laughs> Look, you, you miss those moments though, like as, once they're gone. So cherish everyone. Like I remember distinctly when my girls were little and they were really, you know, they were they were potty trained, but they still needed help at that stage. And I'd be watching TV or doing something by myself. It'd be kind of quiet. And then all of a sudden from the back of the house, I'd hear somebody shout, daddy, come wipe me. And you are like, oh, <laughs> I got to go wipe a butt. And you'd have to go walk across the house. And in those days, it was like, you know, you're like, oh, I never get a moment to myself. And now I look back on it. I'm like, oh. I I wish I could go back to that. I'm not, you know, not that I want to wipe butts again. I wish again, I had butts to wipe. I wish man. I had butts. So I wish I had little babies <laughs> to take care of. Like Aww. it's fun, you know. So like those those are the best moments. They're they are exhausting, but they're the best moments. They are the best. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's uh, I think of all the things I've done, I'm like this is definitely the coolest. I'm like I love it. I love being a mom. Like if I wasn't doing this, I could be a stay at home mom. Really. Yeah. Cool. That's very cool. But I think I'd get a little bit bored too. So I like need some kind of project. Like I need just, you need something, you need something that's like just yours. But, um, 
but yeah, I still like it's 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 hard work. Like if you like if you try, you know, like you can kind of be like an idle parent. Like there's obviously different ways. Like you can kind of sit back and like look, they're gonna grow up, and you just keep them alive, and that's that's okay. But like to be really in it with them and like really try, it's like it's a real job, but it's like super fun. It's like a project, you know. Like you teach them all their manners and all their cool stuff, and they grow up and. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I think it's cool. <laughs> and it gets even weirder as you, you invest all this time in them to do what you're describing, and then they turn out different than you thought they would. Whoa. It gets really weird. Yeah, it gets totally weird. Fair. That doesn't seem fair. No, it's great. It's like, you know, I, you know, we just went through this big election cycle here in the States, and, and you know, one of mine can vote now. And so we spent a lot of time, you know, really over the last, you know, probably, you know, six to 12 months talking about politics and what's coming up and, and they start sharing their opinions with you. And you're like, I don't think I raised you that way, (laughs) you know, but it's great. Like it's, it's totally great to like learn about, you know, what they're thinking and their morals and where it's come from. And, and, you know, they do carry so much from us as parents, like that doesn't go away, but they do form their own opinions. Even, even at the 20 month stage, they're already forming their own opinions and thoughts on things. It's just, it's a really, interesting thing as you teach a child something to watch them come out you know different than maybe you imagined it would be it's fun yeah it's super funny like people always say to me like oh you know do you want scotty to follow in your footsteps like be an athlete and stuff i'm like oh look that's cool like i think i can see in her that her genetic potential is already there but she is also like a full little diva. Like she's a real little diva girl at times. I'm like, whose kid is this? Like, it is not mine, you know? She, she wants she wants to like sing songs and she like looks at herself in the mirror and twirls and does like, she just digs herself and she's like this full little cutie. And I'm like, wow, that is not me. I was like a little bruiser, you know, like kind of go around, break myself all the time. And, you know, so like you, yeah, they just, they already have their own character. Like they're already how they are. And um, yeah, you just get to, you get to know them. That is so fun. Well, if you ever need like diva help, you send her right on over to Auntie Nikki because <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's like if I were to ever have a little girl or maybe even if I were to ever have a little boy, I bet he would be diva out like crazy because that's just in my jeans. We love yeah. glitter in this house. Uh-huh. <laughs> even, even that'll change. That's the crazy thing. I had one that was into trains trains and dinosaurs little girl and the other one was into barbies and now they've totally swapped the one that was in a trains and dinosaurs yeah the ones that was in a trains and dinosaurs is the most girly girl you've ever met and the other one is literally upstairs right now playing video games online like it's just like that's what happens it's great you do have the coolest kids ever you know what we haven't even talked about is like all the stress and figuring out how to you know raise a raise a tiny human and then you're also balancing obviously being an elite athlete and it'd be great to get back to a point which you're competing at the games but you are also a business owner and everything has been kind of like growing and and picking up momentum for you on that front lately too hasn't it yeah heaps of new stuff I um (laughs) I was having like we were like building out our brand while I was like heavily pregnant you know like having business meetings and stuff and then like it's been so long coming and um yeah, like I've entered a field, like business is not, it's not something that like you just know. It's something that's like a really, it's a learnt skill. And I've spent like a decade being an athlete, you know, I'm a very, I'm a, like a physical person. And so um, there's like a lot of things in the way of like communication and relationships and things that are pretty good for me in the way of business. But there's a lot of stuff that I'm like just super green with. And um 
it's been fun. It's been really fun because it's like a whole different kind of challenge. Definitely stressful at times because I'm the rookie, you know, I'm like, I'm in a business with like business partners who have done it before. They've made all the mistakes. They've been successful um, or are successful. And then I'm just like the little rookie, like turning up to the games for the first time. Like, I don't even know how this goes. Like, um, but yeah, it's been super cool. And, um, like a different project for me and I guess something that like obviously I'm in that point in my career too where I'm like I'm 31 and I'm looking for the future um you know and I can't be an athlete forever so you know I've kind of um yeah I've kind of been like sinking my teeth into that as well so that I have something to sort of like transition into but yeah it's like it's exhausting you know learning anything new is super exhausting um it's like doing a degree um but like you know with lots of money and stuff involved. Right, no <laughs> pressure. No yeah. pressure, no pressure. But it's been super fun in the way of in the way of like the kind of businesses that you could do. Like sunglasses or like eyewear is super fun. Like the, yeah. the you know, you have the nitty gritty business side of things, but then there's also like, you know, we go and get content of people doing fun, active workouts, living their best life in sunnies. I'm like, that's a good vibe. Yeah. It's no joke and I I could not make this up. I just got an active eyewear email. Like I watched it come through on the screen just now. And <laughs> I was like, no weird. way it knows. It's listening to my conversations. <laughs> We're doing our job then. <laughs> you totally are. You tell, you're, you're contacting the people on your email is perfectly. I very much enjoy your communications. No, but like when, when is there time? When do you sleep? That's what I don't like. How do you, being flexible works when you can get to the gym when you can, but being flexible doesn't always work when you're trying to run a business. Like sometimes there's other people that can't move the meeting or whatever. So how do you make that work? Um, I've been lucky. I think a lot of it comes down to the team. Like we have a really good team and like, we're all, we're all parents. Um, I have the least out of all of us. So there's four of us in the team. Two of them have three kids, like all young kids. And then another one, you know, he's a single dad and has two girls. So, um, we all understand and we help carry each other where we need to carry each other. And there's times where they need to carry me, um, especially like through training or whatever. And then there's times where I will carry them in return. And we just, we just balance that around the best we can um and jump in and and sort of like step in each other's shoes wherever need to wherever need be and I think that's really important to have like that good team um but like my schedule on a daily basis I explain it as like it's intervals it's like on and off in different I put different hats on like okay got this one on for 15 minutes take it off put the next one on put this one like it's just like on and off on and off from the minute I wake up until the minute I go to bed there's no there's no like go to work from this hour to this hour and then it's done and then do this. It's like, okay, you know, child, work, house, back to work. Like it's just in little bursts and little intervals. And I just, um, yeah, I just squeeze that in however I can. And um, it's working. It's kind of getting done. Sometimes like more often than not, it's just the kids stuff that gets in the way. And then like, you know, emails lag or whatever, but like we get there in the end. Um, I think in, in the way of business sense, like there is crucial timing on certain things, but then for me also, like my daughter's only ever going to be this age once. And, um, so like, it's also not life and death. If something takes another week, it's not, it's not life and death. Whereas like missing those moments or that development or that opportunity or that communication with her, like I probably only get that opportunity once each time. So, um, but yeah, it's literally like random times, like all throughout the day. And then sometimes I just have to like shut it down. Yeah. Um, 
and just and just stop. I've learned to do that. Um, is just to like try and ask for help a little bit more and actually switch off because if I don't, I die. Like I'll make it three out of the seven days of the week and then I'm uh-huh. bombed. So um, yeah, I've had to learn to rest. That's been the best thing I've done is learn to stop. Yeah, that's where I need to I need to get on your level because I I also started a business a little less than a year ago and I'm kind of at that point now where we're totally burning out. You know, because it's our baby, my partners and I and so we will devote all hours of all day and I swear to god there are some days I sit down on my computer at 8. I don't get up until I go to the gym at 5:30, come home and make dinner and then sit back down until until sleep. And it's like not weird. And it's definitely gotten to the point in time where I need to be like, it is fine. There will always be emails. You know, it is fine if it doesn't get responded to tonight or tomorrow, even like it is life and people can wait, you know, to get shit done. It's okay. Well, the thing is too, like I would sit down on my computer or sit down to do work and like, I would assess like my my productivity output. And I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm ticking the box of doing something, but am I really even doing anything? I'm sending, I'm writing this email that I just don't even think is like making any sense, or I'm not actually being like, I don't have a good creative flow. So like, what's the point in me sitting here trying to do this at like 40% quality, which I don't like to do, um, where I can literally just like go sit down for like 30 minutes or an hour. And then when I come back, I'll get that work done way quicker and way better. So like, it's the same as training. Like, it's funny. I did a call with, um, with Brute who does all my programming last week. And my coach said like the role of the coach, you know, like they write the program and make sure that you turn up and they put all of the stuff there for you to train. And then the job of the athlete is to recover, is to take care of yourself. And if you don't have that, you do not perform. It doesn't matter what a person writes on paper and what you turn up and do. If you're not recovering, then you're just doing like, you're kind of ticking a box, but like, you're not doing it well. And I think that really resonated with me again recently. I'm like, I just have to stop. And like, we live in a society of like hustle. They're like, work harder, do more, you know, especially like for women in the workplace now, like going like girl boss, go hard, do all the things. And I'm like, yes, you can do it all, but like, it's okay to not do it all sometimes. Like, you know, I I never ever want to send a message. Like I'm just like going until I'm dead, you know, like, um, I think you just have to take a minute. Like that hustle mentality is like not smart long-term and it's all for the outside. It's for people to give you like, good job. You're working really hard, but you're dying on the inside, you know, and you're the only one that has to live with that. So, um, yeah, I'm a firm believer. I've learned, I'm learning, I'm learning. (laughs) I haven't learned, so I'm getting there with learning how to just take those small windows, like, and, and find those like little opportunities where I book in and like, okay, tonight's the night where I have like a really long shower and, you know, like put a mask on and slow down or whatever, wherever I can. This is so important to say out loud, especially at a point in time where we are usually talking about going hard and the open is all about like crushing everyone and do it again on Monday. And like you're weak. Mm-hmm. If you can't beat your old score, like whatever it is just so important to talk about. Yeah. Physically, obviously recovering, but like mentally recharging. And I, yet again, here's another lesson that we can take from CrossFit and from the elite athletes, or whatever, and apply to other parts of your life. Like you deserve a break and you deserve a chance to recharge and you deserve a chance to hit it when you're fresh and everything will be better. Like you said, like it's not life or death. I got to tell myself at work sometimes I'm like, I'm making ads and I'm not doing brain surgery. Like I'm, I'm marketing stuff. 
it's fine. I should start treating the, I'm going to start treating the bank. I work at a bank car and I'm going to start treating the bank like CrossFit and just tell my boss, Hey, I'll get those reports to you next week. I'm on a rest day. It's going to be great. (laughs) See how that goes. You probably actually could say that if you really wanted to. Yeah, maybe they, they, they have heard all my CrossFit stories, so they probably know what it means at this point. I would imagine. (laughs) Look, I'm the first person to like, I'll promote the hustle for sure. Like don't, yeah. don't be lazy. Don't be a quitter. Like sometimes it's really hard and you have to show up, but like you, there has to be a little bit of give and take. Like oh, there's times where like, you just got to show up and you just got to put your best foot forward. And if you didn't show up on hard days, you'd probably never be there. But if, but there also is a time where like, if you don't have that other side of things and you're not balancing that out with like some slow down self care type stuff is corny as that sounds like then it's just it just defeats the purpose so i think it's just about finding the balance between those two i was using the same a similar analogy yesterday with somebody at work that you know i've kind of built my entire career around just figuring out what everybody else does and just do more because most people won't give you actually 100 percent. they'll give you 80 percent. you know but I was telling them, I was like, that's a, that strategy works to some degree up until the point that you start making mistakes and you're just running your head into a wall. And at some point you have to step back and say, all right, I have to stop making this mistake for a minute, slow down, rest, figure out what I did wrong and quit doing that and then get back to it. And it's really similar to what we're, what we're doing here with training and CrossFit where I find myself in my own training, which it, again not the same, but, but it's the same for me where you, you know, you'll go for seven or eight days and you're like, Oh, I want to train tomorrow, but you know, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't go eight or nine days in a row. You need a rest day. You just got to take it. God, Eight or nine days. Good Lord. No, it's not this. Yeah, of course. Training more than me. No, 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 no. It's more than both of us combined. No, no, because your training days are several hours. You keep in mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm training to survive at this age. I'm, I'm six, I'm 600 months old, Cara. So, Oh, there it is. Yes. Is it true that when you're a mom, you can calculate months like, bam, just like that. Uh, just like that. Yeah. When you, <laughs> when your brain's working. Right, right, right. Of course. <laughs> well, granted, I know that you, uh, you don't necessarily have all the details on the new, uh, layout of the competitive season. And in fairness to you, most of us don't understand it either because it's so new and so different and it changes every year. So we can't really, uh, settle on anything, but just knowing that it's coming, is there anything that you're kind of like crossing your fingers for, like you want to see, or you're hyped up about or anything kind of like on the horizon for you? No, not really. I um I try not to get too emotional about it because I think if you get too emotionally invested in what you want or don't want, it just sets you up for like disappointment. And mm. I think with events, you need to just be like super level and just, you know, analyze the event, execute as best you can and move on. Um, and I think if you get too much emotion in that, that's where athletes make, you know, that's where they set themselves up for failure. I, um, we know what the open is like, no matter what, we know the kind of workouts they're in the gym. There's nothing like they're fairly short. They're fairly intense. Like, you know, they're kind of nosebleed workouts where you go as hard as you can. And then you, you know, live for another week and then you try and back it up again. You spend the week recovering (laughs) and then do it again. I know that's what it was like for me last year. Um, I just would put all of my effort into that one workout, you know, like I, last year when we did it at the start of the year, I was like four months or four and a half months postpartum. So it was like, that was my whole week's worth of energy in one workout. And then I'd recover for a week and do it again. Um, so yeah, we know that that's, we know that that's what it's like. Um, yeah, for me, and I've always said this, I don't mind hurting, 
but I like my pain to be entertaining. So like, I just want some fun combos. You know, I'm like, I hate monotonous, like just repeat, you know, if you're doing like a couplet for 20 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, like that just kills my brain. And I just like, can't, I just can't deal. Like I really have to dig deep to like show up, but like, if it's like, yeah, if it's interesting and, you know, fun combos and, um, you know, fun rep schemes and all that kind of stuff. And I'm usually pretty happy, but, um, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just like, get creative. I love the old school stuff where you would do like a workout and then test like a one rep lift or something yeah. like that. I think that was, that was super fun. Cause it adds like, yeah, a different dynamic, but, um, yeah, the only thing I really ever look for is just like balance. You know, you want some gymnastics, you want some weightlifting, you know, you want some monostructural work, you want something a bit longer, a bit shorter. I think really good variety um, is a really good open competition. And then it um, it shows you like the best at the time and who should really qualify. It kind yeah. of hands over a fair qualification process. I'd be willing to bet, I mean, obviously we don't know, but I'd be willing to bet that since it's down in three weeks instead of five, that there's got to be some sort of like part A, part B worked into there like do this metcon and then test a one rep lift or maybe a three rep lift or something like that as i would not be surprised i think that would be a really good it's a good test it's a good way of you know working under fatigue and under pressure yeah and all that all you that know, good I've stuff been that waiting like um yeah sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i've been waiting for a um multiple rep max for like eight years I'm like all I want is like something like stop doing like a one RM clean or a one RM snatch or whatever it is I'm like how fun would it be like do a seven rep shoulder to overhead from the ground you know like do something really like just test like different domains and get people thinking get them a little bit more uncomfortable um I think that would be like super I've been been waiting for that or like a touch and go like three rep touch and go power clean like can't stop anywhere whatever like just something super fun like that that's really like an old school like a really true test of crossfit like the balance of those two that'd be fun i've been waiting for that to come up for years but just hasn't come (laughs) no it's never ask Cara to help program the game it's gonna hurt so bad exactly (laughs) wow yikes Did we lose you, Nikki? No, did you? Did I lose you? I thought so. Oh, sorry. No, I'm here. <laughs> Cut this. We just part had a quiet. We just had a. We, we just had, had a quiet, quiet moment. moment. We should have captured it. Wait, wait. It'll never happen again. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. Let's let let's let Cara take a nap real quick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Real quick. That would be nice. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh man, well, th- thank you so much for for taking some time to catch up with us. I have been so stoked to pick your brain, and I just wanted to hear all about like how things were going with mom life and gym life and business life. And it is, it's been so fun watching your journey on, on Instagram, especially. So I thank you for sharing. I think it's wildly helpful for people to see and hear like how that is going and, and like glean some little pieces of advice here and there. Yeah, I think um, I've really been enjoying, um, it's been a real transition, like say through social media and what you share. And I really enjoy sharing like the process and the story. And I think um, there's a lot of people on socials that are like so far one way or so far the other way. It's either so scripted and so like forcibly perfect or then like they're over the top to like in depth, like crazy, like trying to be too real. Everyone's just trying too hard. And I'm like, hey, man, this is just my story. Like, let's just tell it. It's like no, I'm living like a that's kind of a normal life and also really not normal. But um, <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but like, yeah, just like normalizing the, the 
normal stuff, like making it normal again, instead of it being a big deal or a bad deal or whatever. And, um, yeah, just trying to share that, like, I'm just someone like learning. I think that's like one thing is like, it's really fun to learn. Like I thrive on learning. I hope there's never a point in my life where I stop learning. And this whole process is just like set up for that. And it's just super fun because there's just something new that presents itself every day. And, um, yeah, I'm very, very well aware. People tell you that like, these are the good old days, like right now, like when you have your little kids, And I listen to people who tell me that. I don't just hear it and go, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm like, a lot of people have said that. So I'm like, these are the good good old days. Like pay attention, pay attention to what's going on and soak up every single feeling because I don't want to miss a second. Well, you're you're making a big impact with it, Cara. I don't tell a lot of people who's coming on the show prior to us doing it because there can always be conflicts. And but I told two or three people you were coming on, and everyone were like, "Oh my gosh, she's my favorite. I love her journey." Mm-hmm. So people are paying attention, and that's unusual because usually they go, "Oh, okay, I don't like Pet Bell that much." So you know, go ahead. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Who doesn't like Pat Bellner? Uh, Zero people in this world. Everybody yes. loves him. Everybody loves Pat Bellner. But no, we, we really appreciate you taking some yeah. time and, and sharing it with us. So thanks for coming on. Anytime. Thanks for chatting. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And Nikki, great to see you again as always. Love as the always. new hairdo, by the way. Thank I noticed. Thank you. You did. Thank you very much. You noticed. <laughs> my husband did not. So there's uh, that. <laughs> well, there you go. I'll, I'll let him be in the doghouse, not me. So, <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks so much for everyone listening. We appreciate you guys joining us this evening, and we will chat with you later. All right, guys. Well, that was a fun conversation with Kara. So let's, uh, Nikki, let's talk about the Ready State one more time before we go. Yeah, this was an awesome episode and it was sponsored by the Ready State, actually the virtual mobility coach, which is Kelly Storette's new program. Um, what's cool is that if you're in pain or you suck at mobilizing like I do, um, this app gives you the ability to pull up a picture of the human body, click on what hurts, and literally from there, you can get a customized plan to help you find relief, which is like God, I need I need that in the morning when I get out of bed. I need it after I work out. Yes. Holy moly. Can I click, just click on my whole body? Just the whole <laughs> body? Highlight everything. I just type in, I'm 50. It's everything. How <laughs> about help. that? Yeah, please, please help. help. Um, but yeah, you guys know that we love Dr. Kelly Sturette and this program that he's made is literally like the thing that CrossFitters need. And if you're working out or if you're playing sport, the virtual mobility coach offers you all sorts of pre and post exercise mobility sequences for more than 50 different types of sport. Like even if you're not a CrossFitter or if you're part-time CrossFitter, part-time soccer player, I don't know. I just made that up. There's a, there's something in there for you and Since you are our listener, you are going to get a sick deal. You can try the virtual mobility coach from Kelly Surratt, totally risk-free for two weeks without paying a single dollar. And then if you are over your free 99 version and you want to keep going, we have a deal for you. You can get 10% off by using the promo code MPGA. Whether or not you're a part-time soccer player. Either yeah, way. no, either way. It doesn't <laughs> no matter. matter what. No matter what your sport is. I, um, I, might, your- I, I might take it up a quarter of the time. Just a quarter, oh. not even half, just a quarter of the time. It's going to be great. I mean, that's the, you could still use the soccer program. I just made that up. I you don't could. even know if there's a soccer program. I should have done my research before I said that. Well, out. either way, you get 10% off with MPGA 10. So Yes, so visit thereadystate.com, use MPGA 10 at checkout. And uh, that is for, if you sign up for a program, um, you can get 10% off after your 14-day free trial ends. All of that 
until June 1st. Until June 1st. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate you joining us and we'll chat with you guys soon.